following program is closed captioned for the pending in Welcome everyone to episode number 8 of the Three Guys All Balls podcast, the only podcast where we're willing to start 40 minutes late due to fantasy football. My name is Garrett Crowe. I'm Josh Whitty. I'm Matt Hattie. Well, we are here to rock your balls and tear your socks off. Fucking right. I'm ready. So, uh, anyone got anything, any big well, news? Speaking of tearing your socks off, there was this kid I went to high school with, played basketball. Tears. You know, normally when you're naked, you shower with a bunch of dudes in the locker room, like you put your underwear on first. So he, he would get out of the shower, sit down on the bench naked, legs spread. Balls on the... Yeah, put his socks on before anything else. I did his, thought that now, was weird. did his balls hang over the edge of the bench, or they were they really on the bench? I think it, like, depended on how cold the bench was. Like, if it was real cold, then they would hang off, because he'd, like, hardly touch the ass I would the be the kind to actually choose hanging off. Like, I would actually sit and then scoot so that the balls would hang on the edge. Yeah. So that, and then if I was that yeah, friend, I would walk nuts. over, and I would take my feet, and I would say, Why? <laughs> right on his nuts to uh, squish his balls. That sounds like a terrible friend. Well, I was the kind of kid that uh, Matt Sorrell was the biggest kid in our class. Oh, he was player. Play baseball. Yeah. yeah, huge. Well, we had uh, public speaking together, and halfway through the class, it was lunch period. So we'd have class, go to lunch, go back to the same class together. After lunch, every day in the bathroom for our whole senior year, I took water and splashed it on his crotch, ran to the classroom, and then when he walked in, I was like, Matt peed on himself, and he would drop to his knees. He got so bad, he dropped to his knees, like, I hate you, Josh Whitty. So big shout out to Matt Sorrell. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you're still alive and kicking and doing so well in life. Still Dude's a monster. He was a big boy, dude. He played uh, for Carriage City in Little League, and right. he was a pitcher, and at age like 11, 12, I don't know if he was actually six what six one at that age but he looked like it compared to the rest of us. He was a genetic monster and really athletic dude. Throwing fireballs. You know how it is playing a little yeah. against a dude yeah. that's pitching it's like over six feet tall. And really yeah. good dude too like honest dude. Went yeah. to Mercyhurst like just a really good dude but uh, I tortured him like I would move the chair from the back of the class and tell the teacher he did it so she'd be like Matt put the chair away and he'd be like no he just gets so angry. So I, I was a bully. Oh, uh, good we, just, we just learned that I was a bully uh, that is fantastic. Right, so kids. this, how is, a, this so is an anti-bully podcast. Yeah, we're anti-bullying, but bully though. How was your week? Yeah, it was it was solid. Big, uh, big balls. That's how my week was. You got big balls. balls. No, I'm uh I'm sorry, folks. I'm, I'm game over. Yeah, that's how my week was. <laughs> so I, was try- I was looking for the right one and I and I, uh, I didn't find it. I wasn't striking. <laughs> but uh, nothing real exciting happened. Uh, I was telling Josh before we started recording, we ordered some jerseys. Oh, yeah. And uh, I got a Ben Simmons jersey, and it is way too Dude, fucking it small. It would be probably tight on me. He said, what was the word you used? Sausage casing? It's sausage yeah. casing shirt. It's a it's a bummer, because uh, it's like one of the like Nike NBA fit ones, and like it's a 2X, which is what size I generally wear, and they're usually baggy on me. Mm-hmm. And this, I fucking put it on, and it... I was constricted. Yeah, I mean, it would be tight on me, but I oh, think it's because the way the NBA jerseys fit the players now versus 2007. Well, Alan Iverson like, changed that. Now they're like form-fitting, <laughs> but back then they had them loose, like, mesh. Yeah. Alan well, Iverson. They need to take into account that a 2X NBA player is not built like a yeah. 2X white. Well, well yeah. think about them, uh, the sleeves jerseys they have. They're yeah, super they're just tight. skin tight. Yeah, so I think that's my thought. On but that. it's like a can of biscuits. Well, I got, I got that... Yeah, that is. But I got that Ben Simmons jersey, 
And uh, the second part of the order shipped, which I got an Embiid All-Star jersey. So now I'm worried that that one's going to do the exact same thing, and I'm going to have two really nice jerseys that I can't fucking do anything with. You think they'd fit Matt? They would. They probably would. Or me. I mean, I'll try one of them on. I'm just just saying, dude, it's going to be... You have to find a Sixers fan. I I do have a broad chest. My Steph (coughs) Steph jersey is in now, too. Uh, You know the black, the town Warriors jersey? So I got one of them coming. When are we going to get three guys all balls jerseys? Because I can get them made. I just just want some tanks, dude. Any tank tops? We can get tank tops. Jerseys, tanks, whatever, man. I'm going to wear some jerseys, dude. We can get a bargain price on them. I'd fucking wear the shit out of them. But yeah, that's pretty much my week. Just disappointed being a big fat guy all the time. I get this. That's what I do. I'm, uh, I'm having a rough time balancing work and jiu-jitsu, so I haven't been to jiu-jitsu since my concussion, and concussion. Uh, it's just been real rough because we've been so busy. What happens is doing construction, plus trying to get back into the restaurant and stuff, that's going to be coming up. Uh, it's just, I have to work later because we're so busy, because towards the end of the summer, people start to just crank it out. And then uh, I found out today that work. I'll be going on a uh, five-day trip, uh, leaving this coming, not this Friday, but next Friday to Florida to see my mom. Really excited about that. Um, other than that, it's just been a pretty chill week. Got some new couches today, thanks to Garrett over there. You're welcome. Yeah, those are nice. <coughs> uh, wrote some songs, and uh, I found out that the two times Matt listens to a rap loudly is when he masturbates and showers. Yeah, the only times, really. Cause I At least now you know. Yeah. Well, I'm I put it together. That's why there's rap in the car. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, when I hear those speakers in his room or in the shower, I know there's yeah. one of two things going on. I'm not kidding. I just jerk it. Maybe he's, fucking, maybe he's masturbating in the shower. Have you ever masturbated and drove? Every day. Have you ever actually done it? No, I'm afraid, dude. Like, I'm afraid I would jizz on my steering wheel or have something. Have you done it? I don't drive. I have. <laughs> I have masturbated. But I have masturbated and walked. You told us a story. Like, you were coming home from the mall or something. Oh, yeah. yeah I saw yeah, this yeah. chick at Walmart, and she yeah, was a cashier, and yeah, she turned me on yeah. it. That I, I feel jerked. like that was episode yeah. one. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote a blog about it. There's a blog online at uh, notsoblackpodcast.com. Well, you should link the I will. The if you guys post. want to read, it's called Freak the Ride, and there's a picture of a penis car as the uh, description. Like the Oscar Mayer Wiener. It's about my shameful ride home from the mall in my very low, non-tinted Hyundai. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was your week, man. <laughs> my week's been pretty poop. We no golf? Uh, no, golf season's over. But, you know... Things might be looking up. The last two <laughs> days have been pretty normal, you know? So, but I mean, really nothing exciting has happened. I hung out with my mom and did like, that was the worst part, man. Like I had to weed eat the back Ooh, of her yard, man. You came since home, we so cut mad. them trees down, there's, you can't put a push mower back. Yeah. Dude. So there was like just a big ass field, knee high grass, and I had to weed eat it, dude. And I was covered head to toe in grass, so that sucked. But, since that, the week's been looking up. Well, Got that jersey coming in tomorrow. It's exciting, man. Hopefully yours fits. Mm-hmm. Emily Burke says, I don't do the sports. I don't do the sports, but I like your shirt, comma, Garrett. Thanks, Emily. And then Alexis Haddon says, every day with uh, tear faces. And she put quotes around about, every day. About, yeah, your about sister just thought about car. you cranking it. Yeah, yeah. every day. Every, well, I'm in my car every day. So. It's actually pronounced every day. So, fucking... Yeah. Right, what are you going to do? Crank Why do you think people keep paper towels and napkins in the glove box? So they fucking can clean up their How spoons. do you think that number one piston blew? Yeah, that's true, dude. The fucking <laughs> cylinder was dead because I just fucked it lifeless. Yeah, just like, I need some oil. Yeah. Yeah. Fill it up. How we get to some sports? Yeah. <laughs> we'll start off uh, this week's episode with some NBA news, which Ooh. we actually have yeah, some NBA news. Yeah, a couple of things, yeah. Yeah, uh, 
Jimmy Butler on the trade block. He uh, currently is playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves, Timberwolves. But he said he doesn't like Timber, like the, the culture. The way, yeah, the culture of it. He doesn't like that how Cat and fucking Wiggins carry themselves in training. Like he doesn't want to be around it. So. Butler's a winner. He needs winners. He would be good Butler, in LA. Butler's Jamie Foxx. He's an LA person. With fuller hair. Well, that's what we had some uh, potential landing spots for I think, him. In my opinion, there's three and only three. Yeah, I say we had uh, the Lakers, which obviously with that's LeBron out there, that makes the front runner. Yeah, I forgot I had notes. One hundred percent sense. I would hate to see him go out there because that would actually boost the Lakers quite a bit. That would put them in like top three contention probably. Yeah, yeah. His defense. I think it would. He's stingy. First team until all they pro play the, until they play the, the Warriors. Yeah, I mean Warriors are like. One and then two and three are like yeah, it's like god know, tier and then like demi god yeah. tier. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. They're like in cheat mode still for yeah. the year. Yeah, okay, I get it. But uh, then we had the Sixers. Well, of course they're on the list. They got they it. Yeah, well, I say they got cap room. They got young players that are yeah. very good. It was reported. Yeah. By You're lucky that the things <laughs> line up in your favor because it's they not did. just like your you want them on the Sixers. It actually makes sense. I don't. For them yeah. I don't see that one happening just because. It could have they happened in the past. They don't want to get rid of the shit necessary yeah. to get. Yeah, and to it could have happened in the past and it didn't. Well, like the only thing, reasons. the only things that they could really give up is either draft picks. They would probably dump off uh, Robert Covington or Sarge or Dario Sarge, which I would. If I had to choose, I would like to keep Sarge. Just I would, because I would dump Covington. He's not as versatile. Well, I mean, pretty much you would be canceling out defense. Yeah. I say they're both defensive specialists. And Jimmy wise. Butler's a far better offensive player all around. Oh, yeah. Vision, drive, shoot, but all that. Sarge, he's just the coolest guy yeah. that ever yeah. lived. So. You want to keep that energy on the team, so I don't think they're going to oh make those you, changes. You he's like, dude, he comes off the bench. Super Dario. Yeah, dude, Super Dario. Yeah. He fucking comes off, leads that second unit. He's a monster. I think the Celtics would be a, a good fit just for the fact that they have so much shit that they can trade. They still have all those draft picks. The issue I have with the Celtics, though, is they have such an abundance of, like, high upside, like, athletic wing players as it is. Yeah, I think, well, Kyrie, I don't think they're planning on him staying. Oh, no, so not at all, but, like... Replacement or whatever. Kyrie's going to end up in L.A. soon. I think in a couple years. Yeah, what if he goes to the Clips just to... Uh, just to the oh, LeBron. That yeah. would be pretty, because the Clippers, uh, they fell from grace pretty hard. So, oh god, they went from Lob City to fucking no one on that yeah, team at all. Yeah. I mean, Sob City. Lob City to Sob City. Blake Griffin was the face of that team. Yeah. Dude, him and CP3 fucking they turned that franchise around. I can't see many more Gamefly commercials without Blake Griffin. He yeah. needs to get back Kia, on top so or, we can see him more often. Well dude, he's in Detroit now. He might be doing some other car commercials now. Yeah, driving around in a Ford. But dude, like I just I feel so bad for that guy though. Signs that like Huge max contract, like 200 mil, gets his name in the rafters at Staples Center. You're a lifetime <laughs> Clipper. Yeah. You're forever Clipper. And then, like, months later, they're like, Gone. you're a Detroit Pistons. Genuine, <laughs> genuine uh, L.A. And he kind of, like, fucked the Pistons in a way. I don't know if it was solely on him, but at that point during the trade, the Pistons were, like, somewhere between five and eight in the East. Yeah. And then they fucking bombed hard, dude. Like hard. Oh yeah, big time. Because uh, what the Pistons gave up uh, Tobias Harris and Caldwell. Yeah, Contavious Caldwell yeah, Pope. Contavious Caldwell Pope. I like that guy a lot. He's a good dude, and his name's outrageous. Like, I think no, he already left. No, he was, he was with the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, who was it? 
Who the fuck? I was gonna say he went to LA, but the different LA. Yeah. Before that, yeah. The, the, the famous LA. Yeah. There's <laughs> three people I like. Wasn't a whole lot. Other names only. It's uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, Andre Three Thousand, and Contavious Caldwell Pope. Those are good names. Andre Three Thousand is definitely on his birth certificate too. <laughs> For I, sure, it has to be. Yeah, he's a fucking weirdo. But yeah, I don't know. One of the greatest of all time, though. <laughs> Outcast. When's he gonna step on the court? Yeah, he probably could. Uh, he already did, dude. He was coffee black. Yeah, oh yeah, black. Coffee black. Coffee black. <laughs> I almost he had all his different nicknames. Yeah, fucking Jackie Moon, dude. Yeah, so Butler, where do you think Butler ends up? Stay uh, or go? I, I think he goes, and I think the Lakers make the most sense, unfortunately. That's my thought. I think he would be a great fit in Philly, but I just think that he makes no, the most sense. What about San Antonio? I just don't. They're not in the running. I mean, yeah. it could happen now that they got. Well, they have DeRozan. But yeah, and they, I don't feel like that's a team that has a lot of assets to get rid of. To get rid of, like yeah. they don't have the like the stockpile of stuff that like the Sixers the, has or like the young old. players that the Lakers have. They had Manu, Parker, and Powell. Now, well, we'll get to it later. Yeah. Pretty much, they're just fucking over the hill. No one's <laughs> uh, trading Jimmy Butler for a fucking you know fucking caring place. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but I think you're right. The Lakers um, makes sense. Next. Here we'll. I'm going to flip-flop the order of this a little bit, since this kind of makes sense. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, who Jimmy Butler does not want to play with, yep. is in line for a big extension right now, which... Big-time Dallas. I say, I'm assuming he's probably going to get somewhere in the range that Embiid got, which was, what, like five years, $156 million, Yeah. Which... They're looking at $130, $140 million. Well, I would say he probably gets the full max. He's, he's a great player. He's young. Loyal. Uh, surprisingly loyal. And he's played... A lot more games than Embiid has. Yeah, still not a player though. But I mean, if they point. get rid of Butler, that just frees up a lot more. Yeah, that's just extra cap space. Yeah, he'll get it. Oh, he's he's gonna get it one way or another, whether it's Minnesota or somewhere he's else. He's the face of that franchise for better or worse. Yeah, yeah. so we'll we'll, uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on that and let you know what his contract gonna be because when it comes out, it's gonna be a nice number. Oh, it's, it's definitely gonna be a good number. It's gonna be round. But, but like what? He's like 23, 24 years old. He's oh, still a kid. Years. Yeah, yeah he's young. Yeah, I say like, I think I think Embiid was Embiid was twenty three when he got his extension, and he got he got one hundred and fifty six million after playing thirty one games, yeah. like plus three <laughs> names three three names are popular in the African American community, so I think it'll, it'll definitely count. Contavious Caldwell Pope, the big cat, <laughs> three names. You don't name your son Ladanian. You know the big cat in baseball. You remember him? Big cat, yeah. Andre Scalaraga. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Big Cat, the wrestler. From the seventies, yeah. you remember Ernie Big Cat something? Big Cat from Barstool Sports. Yeah, yeah. Part of my take. Shout out to uh, Barstool Sports for being awesome. Yeah, for real. That's we got some cool interview couches. Yeah, and we should use that's what we should, we should use those for. That's comfortable. We could just oh, God, get so comfortable. somebody, trick them into saying might, things on camera. I might I could, trick myself into falling asleep and living here for a month. I could go down there and listen to my rap music. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Just son of a bitch. Crank it out. Yeah. Fucking throw ropes across they're, the living room. They're comfy. Next. But, uh, uh, next, uh, there was some more reports, some NBA insider stuff on Markel Fultz. Mm. Apparently, his shot still not perfect, but uh, the very Sixers involved. are very, very like pleased with the progress, and they're actually planning on giving him a starting job and like a heavy minutes load right from the jump. Nice, which is got, that's got to be big. Like he he has to look at least somewhat good to take a starting job yeah. from J.J. Redick. It's I mean, not as big as news as you'd think it would. Like, it's, it should be bigger. Well, I mean, huge. they kept it under wraps. Like, the guy that's working with him, uh, what is this, like, Ken... Griffey Jr.? 
Ken Hamlin, I think is his name. He's like a professional shot doctor. He's works he works with everyone. He yeah. built Embiid's shot and turned him into a shooter, which is crazy. But uh, you don't you don't get rid of like JJ Redick out of your starting lineup unless like the guy that's replacing him is something magic. Yeah. Well, they might just be doing it because he's a fucking head case and they need to boost his confidence. Well, I mean, JJ that, needs some time. He could JJ could well, need some time. Well, JJ has come out and said that like. Perfect for him would be about like twenty to twenty-five minutes a game. If that's what he'd like to play, and he could get that off the bench. Yeah, easy. He he could come and lead the second unit. Him and Dario. He'd settle for twenty because he's a team player. So oh, yeah, and he's still gonna he's gonna get his shots. Yeah. Plus, the only way you're gonna find out if Fultz is actually worth a shit is playing him. Playing him with Ben Simmons. Yeah. You so. you can't keep them off of the floor. Yeah. Together. We'll, we'll see. Are we gonna do NBA fantasy? Dude, that's it's tough. tough to keep though, it is real tough. I mean, it's a quick. Well, it's like that's baseball, so man. I've tried fantasy baseball. Baseball, it's baseball it's ridiculous. Yeah, because it's like every, day, every off ten game, and then like, yeah, dude, it sucks. But that's that's all for the false thing. I mean, it's just encouraging news. Hopefully, we get a little bit more light shed on that. I, they're just they're keeping it really heavily under wraps, which is understandable. I didn't see the swaggy P thing on here. Is that preseason uh, will be starting? In a we'll, we'll just do that right after the cool. in a couple weeks so whenever they start the preseason games if he's running with unit one that's when we'll know for sure yeah I don't know I just think I think him and Simmons together could be like a really really exciting backcourt could be a big reason why they're going ahead with it you know what I mean they saw the man something happened well and like they didn't push super hard for free agents this offseason like Something they they, they could have made a heavy or had in on LeBron and that was about it well and they could have pushed hard to Make a trade for Kawhi, yeah. and I don't think they really Gives, probably yeah. showed as much interest as I thought they should have. Yeah, anyone uh, so, who had the shit should have. Well, tried. I mean, they, one Kawhi Leonard on the Sixers right now makes them probably the best team in the East. Yeah, yeah. the Raptors could be just because of him. Yeah, I say like they lost Demar, but they gained a guy that's just as good of a scorer and a way better way defender. Better. What's crazy is we're talking about a guy who we gave multiple small ball awards well, to. And no, he's he's still, still, he's still has the small That's what's ball. crazy. He's that good that he can just have small balls and still drain buckets. Here, uh, Draymond came out the other day. Yes, he did. And uh, was talking about LeBron in like a positive light, like actually. It. He said uh, that LeBron needs to start acknowledging that he's the best player in the world and he needs to start telling people that because like Draymond was right. It's true. The way he explained it four years ago, LeBron, you know, if you look at the timeline, LeBron, what he's gone through and what he's done in the past four to five years has completely transformed his name and who he is. Transformed in, two franchises, yeah, too. In the world. I mean, if you look <laughs> at his, his spot in the world, is solidified no matter what he does. I think LeBron is definitely going to be, uh, you know, definitely the GOAT. And if Draymond, I don't know if it was the uh, wine talking, because he was drinking. So it could have been uh, intoxication, but it definitely made sense. And it was nice to see Draymond Green uh, speaking sensibly and not looking like Donkey from Shrek. He's generally only an asshole in the regular season to other players. I mean, he did get arrested one or two off-seasons ago, but generally he's only a dick to other NBA players. Well, the, the only player I've ever really seen Draymond get along with is Embiid. Yeah. And I think that's because, like, personality-wise, they're very similar. Except for Embiid's super... There's the pup. Uh, Alexis, uh, your sister said, what is this room that you're in and where is the pup? The pup's here. Here's our mascot, Frankie. This is, this, Frank room, this is the not-so-black studio that I created, painted, and did the artwork for as well as uh, kind of set up and everything you see before you. This is the land of Witty. <laughs> this is, this is uh, everything beyond. This is his baby. Yeah, this, is, this is my baby that we are inside of. So Frank is going to calm down. And... Uh, 
We had some big retirements in the, in the NBA. Fucking, well, briefly, David West finally hung him up after what What did we say? 15 years. 15 career, years. Two time champ with the Warriors. But the big retirement would be uh, Manny fucking finally calling it quits, man. Yep, 16 years in the league, four time NBA champ with the Spurs. Like, that's, that's incredible. And he was like. Never the best player on the team, right. but he was always like such a solid contributor. Stable. He like he was an essential part to the championship. Well, what, right? Last year, when uh, in the playoffs, when he fucking the Spurs and the Rockets were going to like Game Seven, and he blocked fucking James. Oh, Harden's that was two three. years ago. Yeah, oh, two years ago. Yeah, this year they lost to the Warriors again. Manu did have a good series, but yeah, I mean it was Game Six or Game Seven, and Harden, <coughs> who fucking blue ass that whole series had a shot to win the game some of the design drugs stuff from the back yeah so but yeah Manu uh, four time NBA champion two all star appearances which I thought was kind of low two time 13 but he's a six man yep and then he won six man of the year and he won the Olympic gold medal the year uh, USA basketball shit the bed real hard and then you know he's just fucking the personality of the Spurs like he 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 was like the only outspoken yeah. Member of that team, but like I don't know, he just fits so well. Who was else? Who else was on the team that year? That he uh, with the Olympic gold, the Argentine team, fucking Argentina. Would have, the only oh, two players right, argue were yeah, that's right, Manu and Walter Herman. Yeah, that's fucking, that's it. Yeah, that's the only two. Well, you remember what year that was? Oh four. Oh yeah. four. Yeah, that was a while ago. Shit. But he's still, I mean, he's a fucking legend. Other NBA guys hold him in high esteem. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's one of those locker team. room yeah, Get down, buddy. Yeah. Get down. That's one of those locker room goats. Like yeah, he's he's, a, he's one of the dude, greatest. He's going at the crotch right now. Yeah, come so, here, Frank. Uh, he wants that ATTN. If you fucking check out the screen here, two seconds, you're about to see him get just a <laughs> yeah. big old oh, man, fucking man. nose full of penis. Yeah, that's pretty much all the NBA news we had. But we can move it to the. <laughs> yeah, it's all up in it. That's funny. Uh, you did the art, love it. Thank you, Alexa. Really appreciate that. We can move uh, it to the baseball. Yeah, baseballs. Let's get over that real quick. Hey, hey, bud, bud, settle. Frank, you're about to get the boot. Josh, boot. Come here, Frank. That's a uh, MLB. Uh, Not uh, a whole lot going on. Yeah, the, the Blue Jays recently put uh, Josh Donaldson on revocable waivers. I guess they're really, really looking to just get rid of him. Dump him. Well, it's crazy because two or three years ago, he was like the best player on that team. He well, was, he was the MVP. MVP. Yeah. Was he he didn't win the MVP. He was fucking like in the All-Star game. I think he dominated in the All-Star game. He was in the Home Run Derby. He was like the face of baseball like 2014, 2015, yeah, whatever it yeah. was that summer. And then he got hurt the following year for a while and then he kind of just faded out. Wasn't he on the cover bit. of one of the games? Yeah, it was uh, the show 17 maybe? Uh, show 17, show 16, one of yeah, those. I'm not sure. 16. I think it was, it was a 16. 16. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I'd say like it was quite a prolific fall from grace for him. Yeah. Uh, other than that, Albert Pujols, Pujols out for the season. Yeah, that fucks the uh, Angels' playoff hopes right in the butthole. Yeah, he's having knee surgery, and like it's just a shame to see like. Yeah, because he's getting old, man. He doesn't have too many years left. No, he's only he's got to be like, what, like 38. Yeah, and he just hit what number 600. Yep. So game that usually doesn't happen until you. Winding down, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, but he's still another one of those dudes that you, uh, when you talk about people, it lights up because he's a uh, he's another yeah. legend. Oh, he's he was like 100 prime for the Cardinals. And his name, 
Pujols. Like, he was the only big name on that team. Like, Jim Edmonds was, like, at the end of his career. They had a couple pitchers, but, like, you think about the offense of the Cardinals. Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland. He only <laughs> played on a couple of those teams, too, because then he went to Philly. Yeah. Or went from Philly to St. Louis, and then no, he went thought, somewhere else. I thought it was from St. Louis to Philly. Yeah. Either way, McGuire was on but the he Cardinals, left. Right? He was the slammer before yeah. Pujols yeah. got there. Yeah. Pujols was kind of like his replacement, but... Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was just the guy, man. Every year, he was like the best player in the league. Yeah, I said he was. He, he well, he was nicknamed the machine because yeah, like, like four yeah. or five. He, he was straight. just. He was literally like the definition of consistency for like yep. what whatever his prime years were, so like however yeah. long it was. What do you think is going to happen after this knee surgery? Then you think it's going to be? He I might, think he comes back. He'll try to come back next year, and if it if it goes to shit, yeah, retire. he'll probably hang him up. Well, I mean, I, you saw the same thing happen with David Ortiz. He started having them feet problems. Yeah, and like they're big guys. Man. Well, I said he just wasn't able to run anymore. Your legs like, go in baseball, man. It, it's it doesn't sound uh, it doesn't sound right, but it's just the way it happens. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, um, but uh, Andrew McCutcheon is about to be traded again. Which what a, what a fall from grace for that guy too. I know he goes from MVP, the savior of Pittsburgh, to just like nobody. No, fucking yeah, wants nobody him fucking cares. I think he shouldn't have cut his hair. You think that's it? Dude, that's that might have been it. That's a black guy's hero. Their dreads, shit gets bad. He started to shit the bed real hard. Yeah, dude, when he right. it was the source of his power. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's the source of his power. I'm pretty it's sure he right. won the MVP with dreads. This might not be accurate. Oh. And then the next year he cut him, and he went from batting 330 to batting 230. Yeah, yeah. it was drastic. It was real drastic, so, and I feel bad. Like I really wish he wouldn't have left Pittsburgh. Not he that was, it was on his. He was like but, the hero, man. I he mean, really was. If they would have kept him around, I think it would have been different. He probably would have kept his hair, and he loved the city. Like he wrote that letter to the city about yeah. how much he loved it there. Well, I mean, he was there for how many years? Well, he, he came he up evolved. in their system. Yeah. He was like one of the few people that actually was a pirate prospect. Came up through their organization and then became the best player. Surprised he, he didn't get fucking traded for a grilled cheese sandwich. He was like a Pokemon, dude. They evolved him. They fed him so many Andrew McCutcheon candies that he fucking became the Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, he grew yeah. them dreads. Like yeah, he went grew from them like dreads, became the player that he is, and then uh, the fa- they did him dirty. And I think uh, that coupled with the hair just kind of lowered his yeah. confidence. And now this is probably gonna be another hit to his confidence, and who knows what's gonna happen. Yeah, he's gonna go somewhere. He's going. He's He's going going to a contender, and which might work out for him. That's. I think he's going probably Boston, New York. Red Sox, Oakland, yeah, Los Angeles, L.A. Yeah, it's the Red Sox though. Well, I think the Red Sox makes a lot of sense because. uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. is a, a huge offensive liability right now. <laughs> Your sister just asked if you, uh, if Garrett, just say they traded someone for a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. what Pittsburgh yeah. does when they don't want to pay their players. He wasn't that's even exactly making it. that much money. No, like not not like the money that he should have been making yeah, for the all. seasons that he had. I say, I mean, he's not going to be making Bryce Harper money anytime soon. No, but no, yeah, fuck, he, he got did dirty. You guys definitely, I didn't even know about that, so this is the first but, time I'm hearing about him. But yeah, I mean, that sucks. Boston does make perfect sense. Uh, like I started saying, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., great defensive center fielder, but he's... 100%. Hits 200. Like, he's yeah. not very offensive. You have gifted. to move Mookie over to center. Well, I say, but that, that's it. Yeah, Mookie has already played center field yeah. in his career, and yeah. he can make that transition easily. So and then you get a little bit of added offensive firepower in there with protection in the lineup, too. I say... <laughs> There's hitters yeah. all over that line. What's crazy is as good as the Red Sox are, McCutcheon can still make the team better. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Which is really impressive, which means they could go on for another couple He's of years. He's still good to go to 260 and hit 20 home runs. Yeah. Like, oh, and, like, who knows what how good he could be with actual players in the right. lineup. I mean, 
He's Some never he's never had a Mookie Betts. Yeah, he uh, JD Martinez. He got pitched around his whole career pretty much. Yeah, you could put him in the middle of any of those guys and he'd be fine. And I say I think it'd be interesting. Obviously, New York is always in the running for any any player. Any <laughs> like you could hear you could know who the player is, you could not know who the player is. There's a chance that he could play for the Yankees. Just yeah. strictly money. Like 100%. that team is all money. I just uh, when it comes to baseball, it's a hundred percent. So, yeah. come here, Frank. Calm down. Uh, the only other thing in baseball is the same teams are winning. Same teams are winning. That's, that's it. Like, that's why. Well, the Cardinals have made a huge comeback. You that, called. Yeah, them. I did. You're goddamn right. I will always give the Cardinals a chance for a comeback because they're the Cardinals and they're just one of those legacy teams. They're like the Cowboys of the. Uh, of the MLB. Yeah, currently the AL division leaders are the Red Sox, the Indians, and the Astros. Red Sox are staying on top. Yeah, they're 94 wins now, 95 wins, something like that. Yeah, they ain't changing. Uh, and the wild card leaders are the Yankees, which it's hilarious because the Yankees have more wins than any of the other division leaders, but they're a wild card team because they're in the same. Yeah. Hey, can we, uh, we're, we got recording, sorry folks, we got recording audio and you're messing with our levels. Frank! Sorry. I know, so just if you walk away, he'll go with you. Oh or just close the door. <clears throat> but, uh, Sorry, folks. Had to get the audio levels right. But uh, NL division leaders are the Cubs, the D-backs, and the Braves. And the current wild card leaders are the Cardinals and the Brewers, which Witty, earlier on, probably episode one, actually, uh, said that the Cardinals, he, that was his pick. Yep. And, you know, out of nowhere, they started winning games. So, kudos to you. For sure. I'm pumped about it, because I knew it was a possibility. I just knew, like, it, it's, it sucks because they were so fucking far behind. Every team's so far behind when it comes to baseball, because the Red Sox are killing it, and the discrepancy in, in the win-loss. Well, well just, so in the, just in the AL East, like, I think the Red Sox are seven and a half up on the Yankees, and the Orioles... They were 11, right? Yeah. And the Orioles are the worst team in that division, and there's they're 50 games up on the Orioles. Like, that's... Almost an unheard of number. Yeah. What's the Cardinals' uh, uh, win loss right now? Oh, I don't have their. They're over five hundred, but that uh, that NL Central is real tight. Like the Cubs yeah. have kind of padded their lead, but I think they're. I don't know what the record would be now, but probably between sixty games over five hundred. Standings off on the side there. If I had to guess, but uh, yeah, and uh, we're really getting down to the nitty gritty here. Yeah, one month. We got like go, one man. month left in the season. Finally. So, well, so this this it's is where to be a team that makes a push. Well, I say this is where like the shit happens. I mean, this is this the most important time. part of the season outside of the playoffs. We've yeah. been doing this for two months, by the way. This is yeah. the, exactly uh, eight episodes. This is two months it's exactly two months. doing this, and baseball feels like it's been going on for too long. For too well, I think the first episode that we did, the Yankees might have been in the division lead. I'll keep going down. There they are. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals, 74 and 59. Wow, they improved immensely. Drastically. Yeah, they did. The Pirates are now three games under 500. God. Yeah, they, <laughs> they still fell from grace. Impressive that they're that close to 500. Oh, I thought right. they were losing 100 games. Oh, what's that pitcher that they have? Uh, I'm, dude, Tre- Williams. Trevor Williams. Trevor Williams. Is I said fucking to my beast. dad before the year started, I was like, he's going to be their best pitcher. They should be Talion, but. Well, I like Chad Cole a lot, too. He's good, too. But Williams is like that unsung guy. Well, he just had another game where he pitched a fucking gem, no runs. Yeah, he's twelve and nine or eleven. He's over five hundred, and he's won multiple. Or Probably the Astros games. gonna be the third uh, 
third team with the highest wins. They're good, man. They won the World Series last year. They're still 12 fucking games behind the uh, Red Sox. I think when Altuve comes back, that just catapults it. He might already be back. I don't know if he is. I don't watch a lot of baseball, but I just he think was hurt. once he gets back into the groove, man, look out. I, th- I think at this sure. point the Red Sox have the division tied up, though. I, well, because well, because yeah. they're they're what I said seven and a half games up, something like that. Well, yeah, they definitely got. It well, and they would they would have to go on such an immense losing streak right now to give up seven and a half games. The big thing is going to be like, the playoffs, it. man, because in the American League, it's going to come down. The Red Sox are really balanced, great offensively and defensively, but the fucking Astros have like two Cy Young. Yeah. Like they Garrett Cole or Verlander could win the Cy Young. It might be Chris Sale too, but then Sale, uh, Keiko and Charlie Morton were <laughs> shut out this year. How oh, if I could? But and that was not the melody at all. It's just it's gonna be tough like to beat. It's gonna be tough to score runs on Houston, but it's gonna be tough to outscore Boston. You know what I mean? Well, I say, and then you throw in the Yankees in that mix, and they can score with anyone. They can bust open a game oh, yeah. at any time. They have the best power hitting duo. Not technically, I guess, by home run totals right now. Right. But you can't argue that Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton are probably the two best home run hitters no. in baseball. They're seven out of three for the last ten games. The Yankees are. So I mean, they're on. A, yeah, they're they're on a little mini tear. They they're on. They just lost one, but I feel like. I, they well, I, say, I mean, they're, they're the a good team. They're a good team. I say they they. Did the opposite Yankees thing. Well, kind of. They still went out and signed or traded for John Carlo, but they actually have been building that team from like their farm system, which is kind of surprising to see. I guess I think they are maybe even seeing that that's the way to do it. If you get good prospects, man, or trade moves shit around to get good prospects, yeah. whatever you got to do. But that's all I have for baseball. So yeah, we're on to uh, on big balls, note. small balls. Yeah, so we have small balls or big balls? Big balls. Big balls. Okay, uh, I'm going to start off my big balls with Khalil Mack. Uh, huh. He is still yet to budge with Oakland. They said they want two first-round picks for him now. So he's either going to get traded for two first-round picks or he's not playing in, by the looks of it. In the NBA... Two firsts is not always that big of a deal. But in the NFL, in the NFL, dude, you don't trade first round picks unless you're moving up to get like a top flight player in the draft. Yeah, you don't really ever see players get moved for first round picks. No, it's usually player for player or player like for mediocre player for second or third. second. Yeah, so I don't know if it's gonna happen. Well, Randy Moss got <laughs> traded for a fourth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest receiver I've ever seen with my own eyes. But yeah, I so said that's my big balls. He's standing pat. He's gonna try to. He's gonna either get his money, yeah, or he's fucking no, out he's, the door. He's a name he's on everybody's tongue right now, so they're waiting for it to happen. It'll yeah. definitely be interesting. Um, yeah, my big balls. I'm actually going with uh, because of where my attention has been, especially with the Cleveland Browns hard knocks training camp going on. I have uh, two possibles. It's uh, you have Jarvis Landry for or no, not Jarvis Landry, uh, Tyrod. Tarod. 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 Uh, the way he uh, landed on his wrist and then still came back out and played in the preseason game, like it was just that takes big balls for him to step up and lead his team. Plus, he knows that white boy Baker Mayfield could take his job at any second. So it takes some big balls to stand in versus like that. Or uh, Devin Kajust. Kajust, the uh, guy fighting for his rush spot. He is a tight end for the Cleveland Browns. See, this is He's on the second or third. Uh, they call him Kajust. He's a really chill dude, and he's fucking talented. Tight end, he's just a tight end, yeah. 
He's just fighting through it right now, like really struggling, trying to get that spot on the roster, really fighting for it. And he's one of the uh, like most sincere dudes I've ever seen on screen when it comes to the hard knocks and it comes well, that's, to football. That's the beauty of hard knocks too. Yeah, is like you get to see shit. Yeah, it gives you, you like a view yeah. into like a dude that you would never like. Yeah, if or a player not, that you do know, you find out he's a fucking douchebag. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. James uh, Winston. Yeah. So it was just uh, it was really nice to see. So I think I'm gonna have to go with Kajus. I have my big balls. Like, at first, I was going to give to OBJ because a couple years ago, last year, he said he wanted to be the highest paid player in football. He fucking Turns did. out he became the highest paid receiver. And then the next day, Aaron Rodgers is like fucking holding a beer. He gets paid so much fucking money. New Mr. And football. Like, <laughs> he gets the biggest balls because he had, like, they were talking about extending him for like two, three years. And he was like, I'm not fucking signing until you guarantee me, like, fat stacks. And now he gets huge stacks. We'll you talk know. about the details later. But, yeah, he's getting my big balls. He smoked a pretend joint for sure yeah. and just looked high. Pretend high. Like and he always does. he's banging Mr. Miss GoDaddy. <coughs> Danica, Danica Patrick. Danica yeah. Parker. I fucking love Danica Patrick. Fucking so Dan Patrick. I'm going to vote for fucking Aaron Rodgers on that one. Yeah, I fucking love he, he You just, have to have big balls. You're going to stuff him inside that left turn pussy. That's true. That left turn, cute, cute. I was, I was still going to stay with Cleo Mack, but I'm outvoted, so. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Danica Patrick gets big balls. She wins. She gets Aaron Rodgers balls nightly. Well, yeah, and she also gets that fucking Khalil Mack. Uh, Mack will definitely get uh, an asterisk. I'll get an honorable mention. Yeah, an honor well, I mean, like, you know, I, I respect him for standing back, just like you said to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. He was not going to sign. Stick I mean, to your guns. albeit he was still playing. But right. you know, Bell's still doing that too. When you're that valuable. But Bell, I think, is like, they're starting to go on the cusp of like figuring it out because he's, sure. he's supposed, supposed to report to by Day. Yeah, Labor Day. Yeah, they need him and he, he likes Do we have that off work, by the way? Yeah, I, I just shut out today. Yep. I don't know. Where? Small I balls. I'll be in Florida. No, I won't. Small balls? I'll, uh, I'll go with mine first because no one's probably going to know who this is. Uh, my small balls this week, in light of the U.S. Open tennis tournament starting, Andy Murray. Andy Murray was supposed to be like uh, Britain's savior, like the next great English tennis player. Nope. And when Federer and Nadal were kind of hurt for a while, he won uh, Wimbledon. So, he, you know, he did well. Yeah. He was the first British player to win Wimbledon since like 1938. Really? And then he had a nagging hip injury and pretty much didn't play consistently for two years. The US Open was supposed to be his big comeback. And he fucking lost in the second round to a no name. To a no name. Do you even know the dude's name that he lost to? Yeah, I never heard of him. His, na- his <laughs> name is literally no <laughs> name. Andy Murray. He's Philippine. name, no. Andy Murray's It used to go Federer number one, Nadal two, Andy Murray three, or Joker three, and Murray four, depending. Yeah. So he was, it wasn't like he was like some bullshit tennis player. He was like one of the he best in the world. Yeah, yeah, Please go watch Seven Days of Hell or Seven Days in Hell, that tennis movie. That's Shout this out to the podcast now. Anybody who sees this, please, please go and watch that movie. It's on HBO On Demand. If you can't find it there, if you don't have HBO because you're poor, just uh, go out and find Seven Days in Hell. It's a comedy with Andy Samberg and some other dude that's pretty funny. It's a tennis movie and it's about a seven-day match. It's fucking terrific. But that's definitely a good small ball because he deserves it. He does, dude. Uh, my small balls, uh, man, it's it's a rough one because 
I'm never uh, fully prepared until the day of because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and just throw out uh, Swaggy P, Nick Young in there for small balls yeah. for getting arrested like an idiot. And uh, I'm going to pull up some info while you get, while you tell your small balls real quick. Um, well, initially, my small balls was going to go to Mark Davis, the owner of the Oakland Raiders. Or like Las Vegas Raiders. You get small balls every day for that fucked up hair. Well, I was gonna say, like, you can pay five hundred dollars for somebody to put a fucking ball on your head, yeah, and just trim it around, but you can't fucking pay Khalil Mack, right? You piece of shit. Yeah, haven't been cool since the movie Brink came out for the Disney Channel, like nineteen fucking rollerblading. Yeah, dude. But I had to change it. I I was just thinking about it when you were talking about Tyrod. Landed on his wrist and to rod. To rod. Sorry, I, it's going to take some time to get it's used so to. It's so funny. It goes against everything that spelling has taught me. But uh, I got to give it to Cam Newton for almost breaking his neck in a preseason game. I don't know if any of you guys saw the hit, but he, was he, trying to jump he, he well, he was trying to dive for a first down. Yeah, and he dove and got hit in the legs and just jammed straight into the ground on his neck. Fumbled the ball, and I'm like. Really, you, you didn't you didn't die for a fumble in the Super Bowl, right? But the Super Bowl, yeah. But you just almost ruined your entire career right. for a fucking extra yard in a preseason game. Yeah. And for people rode his ass hard for that Super Bowl play you're talking. about. How hard are you working for your job? That you gotta do that. You know he's on the fucking block. Like, Dude, he's fucking. Well, they've talked about it before. Honestly, like, yeah. I don't see him actually doing it, but I've. They don't have anyone. Behind the, yeah, they don't have anyone in the wings, unless. They fucking swing a trade for some young kid. Should have yeah. traded for Teddy. So should have. That's your pick for small balls. Yeah, but I'm back to mine uh, real quick. I just want to read this so that way I have it right. Nick Young was arrested in Hollywood during a late night stop for a routine traffic. But this is how fucking stupid Swaggy P is. And what pisses me off about Nick Young is Swaggy P has nothing to do with his name. Your name's Nick Young. Your name's not Paul Young or you know Swayze. There's no fucking Swaggy. There's no P. There's no fucking those two things. I don't know where the P comes from. Yeah. Neither do I. Fucking pussy. That's where it comes from. He's a pussy. Maybe his he name is Nicholas. Pussy, pussy young. young, yeah, he's young pussy. Um, so what happens Ooh. is he was. We're not, we're not Catholic priests yeah. here. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, that's young PB. Yeah, young, young PB. Never mind. Uh, so young was arrested <laughs> Friday for delaying an investigation. It was just a misdemeanor. But how fucking stupid! He gets pulled over and he gives him attitude and delays the investigation. Whatever. He said stuff about like I'm not resisting. I'm yeah, not resisting. Right. I've never even heard of someone getting arrested for delaying an investigation. So what I've they heard do is resisting they, arrest. Well, they pull him over and they they're conducting an investigation into whether or not he's drinking. Whatever. It's it's a tr- cop yeah. trick, right? It's bullshit. But all you when you're in the NBA and you're making fucking millions of dollars, you do what the police tell you and you get over with it so it doesn't become this. this. Yeah. yeah, even a shitty player gets. Well, I feel, I feel like headline news. Swaggy P and uh, fucking J.R. Smith should just like hang out because or like have a reality show together. Yeah. Because that would probably be the most ridiculous fucking show on Swaggy TV. Swaggy Smith. That'd oh, be God. such a bad show. That just fucking. But I'd watch it. Getting arrested for stupid shit and drinking Hennessy all day. Missing yep. shots all the time. Just pieces of shit. Doesn't know how to play basketball. Yeah, my favorite get of all time is still when uh, Nick Young shoots that three when he played for the Lakers. Oh, he, he turns, turns around, around and like has and the fucking three fingers <laughs> up and it fucking rims out. Yep. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love the jerseys wearing in this photo. I, know, that I, don't sick. I think that's uh, that might be the one I end up ordering. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so that's my small ball. Uh, he has September nineteenth court date. He's thirty three years old, which is fucking ridiculous. If you're gonna name yourself Nick Young, make sure you change it to Nickel. And the funny thing is, people probably think he's like twenty five because nobody knew who he was till he was thirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He played for the Sixers earlier on in his career. 
He played for what? I think he started out with the Wizards. Yeah, Wizards, Sixers. Uh, then he went to LA for a while. I thought he was still there. That's how much I don't care about. They just didn't re-sign him. They picked him up in Golden State to be a bench player. He actually played solid. I got a ring now. I'm playing your team. Fuck you. So who are we going to give it to? I'm going Cam Newton just because you can't risk your entire career for a fucking preseason game. That's getting picked? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, And not risk your career for a fucking fumble in the Super Bowl. That's a rough one, man. I'll I'll vote for Cam because I don't like him. Yeah, I was gonna say Cam too. I, I say, I mean, all I of them like are pretty him, good, but, but like, come on, man. At some point, when is he gonna learn and evolve his game? Well, after after this uh, episode's done, we'll find that video. Uh, listen, when, sports analysts put you on the tip of their tongue as one of the possible greats. You gotta evolve and become better. You gotta learn from your mistakes. You can't keep doing this amateurish bullshit. Yeah. When he was in the Super Bowl, my dad was watching it with me, and he was like, "I hope they break his fucking legs. I hate that motherfucker because he's a cocky fucking." Yeah, he just hates him, dude. He doesn't like that dancing yeah. shit, you know. Oh god, he probably hates the NFL right now with the team dances. <laughs> I don't mind oh, a touchdown. Do you not know. fucking celebrate a first down when you're down with training points. camp. Don't celebrate a first down period. Just fucking celebrate a touchdown. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Uh so next up we will throw this episode right over to Matt Haddon for the PGA tour update. Um PGA Tour, as we said last week, is in the middle of the FedEx Cup uh, playoffs. Last week's uh, Northern Trust Open uh, was the first leg of the FedEx playoffs. Um, the winner was Bryson DeChambeau at negative or minus 18. Adam Scott uh, tied fifth. Brooks Koepka, Justin Thomas tied eighth. Tiger Woods fucking shit the bed and was tied for 40th. Um, this week is the Dell Technologies Championship, and it's the second leg of the FedEx Cup. That's big. Uh, and they're only taking the top 100 players this week. Last week it was the top 125, this week's top 100. Some of the people that got eliminated, you know, were uh, Sergio Garcia and Jim Furyk. Is that say his name is Furyk? Yeah, yeah, nobody else uh, of note got cut yet. So next week they'll take the top 70. We'll probably be missing a lot of big names. But right now, the standings in the... Playoffs are uh, DeChambeau went from ninth to first place. Yeah, he was down week. there. Yeah. Like, I haven't even heard of him. You know, I listed him as one of my sleepers, and I was telling him, and he fucking wins. Like, I didn't see that coming. Not at all. Uh, Dustin Johnson moved from one to two. Justin Thomas moved from two to three. Tony Finau made a big jump uh, from 12th place to fourth. That's huge. Brooks Kepka from three to five. <laughs> Justin Rose from four to six. Bubba Watson from five to seven. Jason Day from 6 to 8, uh, Webb Simpson from 7 to 9, Phil Boytiddy Mickelson from 11 to 10. Tiger was 20, uh, was 20, now he's 25th. The biggest jump of the week, though, Billy Horschel went from 41st to 14th. That's crazy. Look at like, the, the amount of jumps, and the, yeah. the young guys, like the guys who weren't paying attention to you jumped up, and the dudes <laughs> who were in the, in the running yeah. jumping down. It's crazy, man. Like, if you win... You get so many more points in like second and third place. So yeah. like golf club. I mean, for sure, golf club. Normally, <laughs> you get That's you know like big money for second and third place, but points in the FedEx Cup are at a premium, man. So, uh, like I said, this week the top seventy will we'll move on, and next week we'll address what happened in the Dell Technologies Open. This is a joke, and in no way reflects my actual opinion on what you do. But I would like to call this WGF with Matt Hatton. Who gives a fuck? Who gives Matt a fuck? Hat. I was going to say World Golf Fund. Let's hope people World treat golf. golf. 
People treat golf like that a lot of times. Like, who but gives a fuck? I appreciate this. So right, 100%. If it wasn't for Tiger, people still wouldn't yeah. even watch it. This is why I prefaced it with, like, this is no way in shape or form. Uh, you know, uh, the company of Josh Woody does not uh, believe in the expressed opinions of the groups. <laughs> <laughs> the following statements. You need a speed talker. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go ahead and put some standards, standards and practices in before my uh, little talk there. But uh, I see you have some motherfucking MMA news. Yeah, just I'm a, so excited for this. Just uh, it's just a short little one. Yeah, I'd but say. what's the first thing on it? Uh, yeah, this I'm actually looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, on November 24th, it was announced that in Bellator, Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz will be fighting for the third time. Uh, Liddell's currently up 2-0 in the series, so I mean it's not like a rubber match or anything, but it's happening with Fox Sports during fighting. Well, it's. Exciting! This yeah, is yeah. going to be a fun fight. <clears throat> I personally think Tito takes if fight three. There was a chance for him to beat Liddell. It's now. Well, like, it is now. Well, because Tito has stayed active. Right. Liddell, Tito has kept fighting. Liddell has been out for years he's, now. He's yeah. got a glass well, jaw. He's now. such a big fucking baby, though. He is, and he's got a giant head. That's why he loses no, yeah. so much. It's he's a big fucking. Got the target. biggest fucking. Chuck has got a little tiny fucking nuggets. But he's got that glass jaw now. Ever since he got yeah. knocked out. Like three times in a row by uh, Rashad Bob and Page, and he's like Alistair somebody else. And fucking Rich Franklin. Yeah, he, Rich Franklin got he got caught a kick in the arm, broke his arm, and then fucking knocked Liddell out with his yeah. broken arm. It's yeah. what it's the same that happened to Alistair Overeem. Alistair Overeem was a monster, then got knocked out of most glass, turned well, the jaw turns to glass. Overeem yeah. also got off of the juice. Uberim. Uberim. Yes. Fucking underim. <laughs> yeah, I say I'm excited for this fight yeah. though. I say because. I legitimately think that, like, this is, if Tito's going to win, if Tito is going to win, this is the time to do it, because he's just, he's stayed active in the sport. Yeah, I just don't he's see Liddell bringing it. He I still don't, works, I mean, he's not well, he's, inactive. Not, well, I'm not saying that, like, Liddell's not still Tito's training. Tito's working hard. Yeah, I say Tito's actually been fighting. I think he's quite a bit younger, at least a couple of years. Yeah, he's a couple of years You think younger. we're going to see another son in Tito after this? It's hard to say. If Tito, Tito wins, yeah, Tito I say if Tito wins, wins, it's a possibility. I think so too. Dude, they're like the best two shit. Would be number four, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't I'm know. I think it's number four. That's a good question. Because they wrestled in college, and Chael beat Tito, and then Tito or no, Tito beat Chael, and then Chael just kept beating Tito. What did they call him the Huntington Beach bad boy? Uh, Huntington Beach bad boy. Tito, yeah, yeah. big old fucking douchebag, bleach blonde douchebag. He was dating like Janet Jameson for a minute. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's the action figure of Mark Hunt. Pretty he's much. Fucking, he's <laughs> Mark the WWE version, period. like when they used to like just make everyone jacked out of their brains. <laughs> he's part of the reason the UFC kind of blew up, though. He was like a big personality. Well, yeah, there was, well, there was those guys. <clears throat> generation, yeah. Yeah, I say, I mean, Chuck Waddell, Tito, Still Matt Hughes, fucking GSP. Uh, GSP early on. Then that's when Silva's like began. Speaking of GSP, brain. where's where the fuck is he at? He's waiting, waiting for money, but like, come on. They're waiting for him to call. Well, at this, like, point, at this no. point in his career, dude, he can do he's anything moving, he wants. He said he was going to move down a weight class. I didn't think he was going to fight fucking Connor. That would be the money fight. Could you and imagine how many like, fucking pay that would sell? It's doable because Connor moved up to fight Diaz. Yeah, but it, Connor's not that stupid. I wouldn't fight GSP. Not if, not if you wanted to fucking win. No, no. <laughs> not if I was Conor McGregor, no, because that's that's insurmountable. He had trouble beating Diaz, and fucking GSP is, would put him to shame. GSP so much bigger, yeah, and oh, stronger God. and better. Like he's just I mean, maybe not height wise, but when it comes to strength and, and discipline, GSP has a way over Conor. Well, GSP is probably like the most perfect built fighter Horrible of all time. Actor. Oh, he, he doesn't he have to act. Vengeance. 
Just oh, yeah, yeah, that's movie. Oh my god. I was like, really? You're gonna play a drunken fighter dude that like just sucks dick? Horrible actor. I never saw that part. That must have been the uncut He was sucking dick. He was just all <laughs> drunk. And he was, like, no, I, I, I'm just training. being the smartass. But, but, no, but like, yeah, he was like genetically engineered. Yeah. Like, he's the perfect athlete. Like, he was uh, Goldberg in Universal Soldier. He was Goldberg's stunt double in that movie. That's crazy. Yeah. Especially yeah. since like the size discrepancy is like, CGI. Yeah. Well, I know, but like that's still wild. The other, uh, you could be Goldberg's son, though. Yeah, I know. They just have to CGI Dude, some fucking like be... weight off me. Dude, yeah, fucking, fucking, yeah. fucking just rolls his fucking Dude, neck. Show some people like get like some sparklers out. around. I him. wish he would step into a cage with Brock Lesnar. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, Goldberg we might as well at this point. Speaking of the carnival, it's a fucking circus, so why not? It is kind of. Speaking of McGregor, though, they fucking amped that card up. Oh, huge! They, Big time. Uh, they just added Anthony Pettis versus uh, Tony Ferguson to that card. That would be a UFC fight consider paying for. With well, both Well, uh, what's gonna happen? Oh, I'll tell you guys after the show, but you won't. You might not have to worry about that. Oh, uh, we are. I think we already talked about yeah, having like a little gathering. There's uh, yeah. So we're yeah, to, yeah. it's uh, something we can't uh, discuss right now. But uh, no. Uh, any other card that could be the main event. Yeah. Uh, say uh, Pettis is. Back on his winning streak again. Like he looked great in his last fight because he stopped trying to wrestle. He's such a high-level jiu-jitsu practitioner, and for some reason his camp was like, "Hey, don't do that anymore." Like he's so dangerous when he is just—he's not worried about it. Like he's not worried about getting taken down because he can fucking submit you off his back. He's never been that guy to be worried. So like it makes his striking that much more dangerous. And then you have Tony Ferguson who's one of the most well-rounded fighters on the roster. He probably should have been in line for a title shot, if not for the Conor Khabib fight. He's the yeah. interim champion. Well, if uh, he wins and Khabib wins or Conor wins, he might be next in line. But you know what? <clears throat> he has a lot to lose, though. Yeah. I'd say because if Pettis beats him... Like, he goes back down yeah. the fucking ladder, man. I'd say, but like, yeah, he's, he's crazy. He trains out in Colorado at Big Bear at altitude. The dude's stamina is just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Like I'm, I might be more excited for that fight as a whole yeah. than the Connor Khabib fight. The Connor Khabib is like obviously right. Like it's two top tier fighters, but it could go like if it goes to the ground, it is yeah. like uh, Khabib. You know fight. why they're stacking the, the card? They're stacking the card for a reason because they know that fight's not going to go very long. Well, it's just it, it, it could it just could be the tale of two fights. But like Ferguson versus Pettis, that. Literally is gonna be wild. Like, Should be. Those guys can win from anywhere. War too. I say they, they can win from anywhere. They bet. Like, Connor, I'm sorry. Connor's not gonna fucking get taken down and like fucking pull off some triangle choke on Khabib yeah. and like that's not happening. If he happen. does get taken down and escapes, then we know for sure it's gonna be a hell of a fight. Yeah. If he just ends up on the ground for half a round, then we know it's gonna be a fucking grind out, yeah. or and, and it's only a matter of time. Well, I just I just don't see him being able to like. The yeah. problem is Connor's angles and power is so crazy that he knows Khabib's gonna try to take him down, and but Khabib knows well, Khabib's Connor's so gonna stupid be, that he will stand and try to fight him. That's like, the problem because Khabib will know. All right, so he knows Russian him. Eastern European badass. He's sense. gonna say, all right, he knows I'm taking him down. He's gonna be loading up and, re- and watching for it. So why don't I just try to stand with him? You don't try to stand with Connor McGregor. Yeah. No, I say like if if there was ever one issue that I had with Khabib, which Khabib might be like one of my favorite fighters. Like I don't really. He, know he's him. a he's a monster, but 
he keeps his chin real high and his like hands low. Yeah. And he tries to strike with strikers and it just he you gotta stick he, like he has some power and like that's cool, but like stick to your bread and butter. Like you're probably the best wrestler in the entire organization. Yeah. Like you're fucking like grandmaster at Sambo and just stick to what you're good at, yeah. especially when you're fighting a guy and do it that's smart. susceptible to Ground wrestling. Yeah, like, do it <laughs> smart. Don't, don't rush in and yeah. get caught. Um, uh, real quick on the MMA front, I caught uh, another. I rewatched the fight. I rewatched the uh, Stipe Miocic Francis Ngannou fight today on yeah. uh, UFC Reloaded. Holy shit! UFC UFC 220. Go back and rewatch that fight well, again. Stipe broke. Was boring. Ngannou. He did, dude. It was so interesting watching him use old school wrestling riding techniques and just laying his weight on him and Francis was just waiting to get hit so that way he could use uh, being hit as a distraction to explode up he was so tired after that first round it was so cool and interesting to watch Stipe a veteran break this guy down who was super confident and got cocky like I'm the most powerful like, yeah your soft punches do hurt but when you have Stipe Miocic in front of you and who can take damage and then Stipe got uh, two lakhs of days because he said oh I can beat Francis I don't need to train that hard for DC and he, just, he just didn't he didn't look into that fight but like yeah. Ngannou ever since Ngannou lost to Stipe he has not looked like the same fighter he's tentative and like that doesn't bode well for a guy that like he's also only six years in out. he's only six years in I think if it would have been DC versus Ngannou Ngannou would have won it's, there's always that possibility yeah, but it's hard to say DC, there are better matchups well DC is a fucking like Olympic level wrestler true he, he doesn't show it super Softer often because though. Well, I say he like he, he he likes to strike now. He likes to show Did off. Did you see the power. how many times Stipe got hit? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was nasty, and the punches that he got hit with were some of them were nasty. DC would have got hit with one of those, he probably would have went down. Oh, dude, he caught a fucking John Bones Jones shin to the face and went yeah. out. So I mean, he and you know what? DC probably would have still thanked John Bones Jones after he lost. He would have said, "Thank you, Jones. You're the you're my greatest rival. You're the reason I do what I do." You know, he's got a lot of like highest praise. Every the fight guy after, his, uh, <laughs> after his Uzdemir fight in that card, he's like, this is, you know, if it wasn't for my greatest rival. I was like, what? Yeah, hey, I mean, like, Joe Rogan's like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I just, I feel That's bad for the guy. Like, he's never going to, like, feel complete unless he beats John Jones. He's never going to get a real championship belt in the light heavyweight division. Yeah. <laughs> he's never going to get, like, beat the actual champion. Yeah, I say, like, he'll, he, he could go down and never win. I never lose another fight again. Retire, and he's always going to be like, I never really got John Jones. No, never really got the belt. That's a vacant title. He never really got it. That's all I have for MMA. Which I mean, not a lot of news, but exciting stuff nonetheless. It's going to be a good October. It will be for video games, for MMA, for a lot of things because you know video games are awesome. Oh, video games are always cool. Uh, Real quick before the NFL, we'll just mention uh, the U.S. Open tennis started. Um, Andy Murray eliminated. Couple people that moved on from into the third round: Nadal, yeah. uh, Juan Mar- Martin Del Potro, Stan Wawrinka, uh, Raonic from Canada, John Isner, the American, and Jack Sock. So it's still early, not a lot, but I just wanted yeah. to mention it because it's America's tournament. But now we can get into the foosball. Let's get into the cover badminton someday. Old meat and potatoes. Uh, if it was on TV, I would. I would. Too. Olympic badminton is cool. fucking crazy. It is. They're wild. It's fucking intense. But uh. We'll start off with a couple of contracts. Uh, huge. We'll start out with OBJ's actually. It's huge. Because OBJ's was a big contract. Yeah. Five years, ninety-five mil 
65 mil guaranteed. Yep. Huge. He eclipsed the Antonio Brown numbers. Yep. Became the <laughs> highest paid receiver in football. And, and dude, it's, you know, I was I was excited for him. Yeah, I mean, he did it the right which, way, man. Which uh, there was a a post by one of the t- Giants teammates of like everyone in that locker room just losing their mind, dancing. They were all so excited for OBJ. Because <laughs> without him, dude, that team stands no fucking chance. Yeah. Oh, he, he's well. I mean, outside of whatever Saquon Barkley is going to be now, yeah, hopefully like, he was yeah. he was their offense. Yeah. I thought they were just going to hire him as a coach. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was just nice to see him go to training camp, and not hold out like an asshole. Yeah, I say you know he did it. The right way, That's like right commendably. Right. Yeah, like I don't, I don't business. disagree with holding out though. Like, yeah, I feel like it's it's smart. It's a necessary it's evil yeah. to like get what you're worth. I feel like uh, some. It depends on what uh, front office you're dealing with. If you show up to training camp and you work, I feel like they'll be like, yeah. all right, so he, he's working for his money. For him, to. he was coming off that broken leg, so yeah. they needed to see that he still had it. Well, and at, the, the, at the same time, though, like you know how many non-contact football injuries happen during training camp? Injury? Yeah, I say like. They almost ended at the same time you can't fucking backwards. yeah you can't fucking risk blowing out your knee in a contract year yep. because you fucking wanted like your coach wanted you to practice yeah. a little harder than right. than you should be like you're the fucking best player on the team yeah let like, him, just let him go yeah, yeah I mean just and then not to be outshone yeah. by OBJ Aaron Rodgers signs a four year 134 million dollar yeah. contract with over a hundred million dollars in guarantee. Right. You One last year, fucking forty million more dollars. You know he was listening to some loud rap music. Oh, one hundred percent. He was wanking it hard. He's a magic man with yeah. a glass of whiskey. Did anyone see the post that he made? Yeah, oh, like God. wearing the fucking like big giant stupid like five gallon cowboy hat, and he had that stupid mustache. I loved every yeah. second of it. Yeah, he he's, looks like a guy that just got paid 134 yeah. million dollars. 100 million guaranteed, man. So yeah, dude, he could retire tomorrow. Yeah, he'll be dominating <laughs> the league for the next four years. But uh, in other news, fucking Teddy on the move again, man. I thought I really wanted Teddy to come to Denver. I thought he was the guy. Yeah, instead we got Case. So he went to New York. Thought he was going to be the guy in New York. Turns out they didn't want him to be the guy in New York either. Fucking got traded uh, to the Saints for Sam Donald. It was like that. To become the start. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's stupid ass. He, he looks like Ron Swanson. Yeah. Ron Swanson's the man, man. He is can never have too much bacon. That's true. But, but yeah, Teddy. Well, I say the funny thing that I had heard about that trade, too, is that the team was traveling. And uh, during that trip, Bridgewater was informed that he was traded, and they just stopped the bus, let him off, and then drove away. Yeah. Well, he was just hanging out on the side of the road. Like, if I don't know how completely true that is, but if it is true, it's fucking that's ridiculous. real fucked up. Right. But now uh, Darnold is going to be the Jets starter, and yeah. Teddy Bridgewater might never be a starter again. Yeah. Ever. I mean, where'd he go? The Saints. Saints. Yeah. Which I mean, that's a good spot for him though, because I mean, uh, Breeze is going to retire, gonna retire soon. soon. They might fucking make a move or. That's that's him. the picture. That's the one that he yeah. posted. That's fucking beautiful. He looks like he's running for mayor. He looks like Sam Elliott, age twenty-eight. You know, the dude's beautiful. About Sam, yeah, dude, Sam Elliott wishes he was getting paid. Yeah. One hundred and thirty-four uh, mil over. Fucking, I just years. thought of something about uh, I can't Michael Kendricks getting cut by Cleveland for insider trading. Phil Mickelson got arrested for insider trading like five years ago or so, and like. He All he did was make a public apology. He should have cut them titties off. Yeah, dude, that was it. And, like, yeah. he's still, like, super beloved by the fucking PGA fan community. Michael Kendricks, 
fucking beast of a man goes to Cleveland insider training arrest and he's cut now. Cut. Antonio Callaway gets pulled over with uh, marijuana with a suspended license. license. Gets <laughs> gets to play every gets to, Yeah, gets to play. <laughs> and then Michael Kendrick's insider training. Who's proven. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's yeah. a proven commodity in the league. Would have made the defense better. Yep. And they're like, oh, sorry. We'd it's, probably have... a league, it's probably a league thing, too. you got to think it's a league thing. It's yeah. probably some rules to it, and the team has to go. I mean, insider trading is such a bullshit arrest. It basically just means that you got information about a stock that was about to break before it broke. Yeah. And it's the yeah. same thing with teams. Like, they had the uh, player from the Eagles, right? That player from the Eagles literally went up in front of the whole team and said, here's everybody's weaknesses. That's yeah. insider trading. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's no different than when trading inside information. No different than when the Patriots signed James, signed James Harrison right before they played the Steelers. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just called getting a little bit of an advantage. You right? get a key defensive player like that. Are you telling me you're not a guy? A guy that's been on that team knows the system in and out for years. Oh yeah. yeah. So no, fuck you. I mean, and I don't blame him. He wanted to play. You know, fuck it, go to New England, whatever. Uh, that's a big one for the Raiders. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, Fuck Mike yeah. So we mentioned this earlier for the Khalil Mack thing. The Raiders said their asking price is two first round picks. I don't see any way that they get two first round picks. No. Maybe one. I say there might be a team yeah. willing to give up. They one. might get one first round pick and like a, a late second round. Maybe like backer. say Buffalo is one of those teams that's very like in tune on this. Yeah. They've already contacted the Raiders about it. He's not from Buffalo. But he played his college football there. He loves the city. He was very, very hurt when Buffalo drafted Sammy Watkins instead of him. Yeah, Bills fans are hurt about yeah. that now too. Well, I say there was actually an article that I that I read that said uh, Buffalo has a chance to right a wrong that they made four years ago. They well, should. They sort of do, but I mean the Raiders are all. Well, they, they hold the keys. Yeah, but I mean Buffalo could offer like Shaq Lawson, like who's a serviceable replacement, plus a draft pick. Yeah. I say, I mean, yeah, I a lot of things can happen. Two firsts, no, no, two firsts gonna, is outlandish. In my opinion, they're going to pay him, or he's just going to. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers could maybe fetch two firsts. Yeah, he got game. But like four years ago, Aaron Rodgers, because like even he's starting to get. Dude, he's just uh, broken. He, he gets tackled yeah. twice in a game. He's not oh, broke. Well, I was saying he's not. Yeah, he's <laughs> definitely not broke. Yeah, he's, not <laughs> broke but he's broken. <laughs> But I'm gonna get you a soundboard over there that's connected to mine, so you can do it sometime. Yeah, I need to. Uh, but I, I was just discussing this. Aaron Rodgers, for whatever reason, is the one guy who can get consistently like hurt, but still is regarded as the best. Yeah. Like a lot of guys, like when they're like, they're all oh, they're injury prone. They'll never be like this good because they can't stay healthy. Aaron Rodgers is the exact opposite. He's like Kobe because he he's fucking phenomenal. <clears throat> he's like Kobe because when he does play, he's fucking phenomenal. But he's never gonna be Tom Brady. He's never gonna get that yeah, Jordan's not gonna get that, that fucking championship. Yeah, he's, yeah, he won't hit those championships. But as far as pure talent goes, man, there's no quarterback I've ever seen like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I think you know, physical like, talent, yeah. brain talent, Peyton Manning. Oh, Peyton Manning physical is smart talent. Smaller. Yeah, nobody. I Kobe think. should pull a Jordan and go play football. Yeah, he could probably play LeBron play or something. LeBron still could. If he, I feel like if 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 LA lets him down this year, and he just everything goes to shit. He'll retire like Jordan for a year, go play football somewhere, which is going to be fantastic, and then uh, he'll come could, back. Could you imagine how unfair LeBron at tight end would be? It's already unfair for him to play basketball. Against guys his size. Yeah, who play professional basketball. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I say, but like find me job. a linebacker 
that's going to cover him in a foot race, Dude. or a cornerback. Even a corner, that's, yeah. Well, because they they'll just get yeah. bodied. A normal corner is like five eight to five eleven. Yeah, yeah. and now, they are taller, but yeah. Well, you put Jalen Ramsey on him. Jalen Ramsey is like what six one six two. What's that one dude from uh, the fucking uh, Bengals or the Cardinals or? Uh, Honey Badger, he used to play for the Cardinals. Pat Pete's not really a big yeah. shit talker. Just there. I mean, sometimes, sometimes all I know is there's this fucking guy and he won't shut the fuck up and he's a really good. Uh, he's a really good corner. That's gotta be. He's gotta be Jalen because he's the one that just came out and said about like all the quarterbacks Josh being Allen shit. Trash. Yeah. We're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. Exactly. He, well, he just came out talking shit on Gronk. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Gronk is an idiot, dude. He's horrible oh. at being on TV. Well, Gronk is horrible at being like smart. He had a but, fucking TV show on Showtime called uh, Gronk's Comedy Something Unsportsmanlike Comedy Show. Yeah. And it was trash. But he, he has no fucking person. He thinks he has a personality. He, I would love to fucking party with that guy. For sure. He's like, a bro. He's the broest of bros. Ravens fucking Redskins. When he broke his arm that first time and like video from TMZ comes out of him with a fucking broken ass arm on stage with no shirt on fucking body slamming people like that guy didn't he just didn't give a fuck he's gonna be the next crossover into wrestling he's gonna he's already done yeah, it he's already done it yeah, yeah so him and Mojo Rawley he's gonna be the next guy when he retires he's gonna wrestle yeah dude I love Gronk I like he's another guy that I would love to see in Buffalo cause he is a Buffalo kid he grew up right in that area his he entire family for the Wild Wings on the off season he works there he's so Buffalo that's, that's how fucking Buffalo he is He's Gronkowski, dude. It's fucking Polish as shit. Yeah. Like, Buffalo is known for the Polacks. My family's all from upstate New York. We're all super fucking Polish. Mike Craig wants a grilled cheese sandwich. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> I'll make you one sometime in a skillet. Uh, in your neck of the woods, fucking Josh Allen sucked ass in the preseason. It wasn't Josh Allen that sucked ass. It says uh, Josh Allen. It, it was the offensive line that sucked ass. <laughs> Does yours say suck ass? Because mine says struggles. Mine says struggles. That's what I say. Okay, you were like, he's just struggling. He, got he got sucks ass. He got the most unfair shake that I've ever seen yeah, for a competition. Right. No, he didn't. Except for when Peterman did it in real and, football. And he also didn't. He just sucks ass. Oh, dude. There was nothing bad about what he did. You can only hit a receiver so many times in the hands without him catching it. And you can only, you can only get sacked not five times, yeah, in a fucking quarter and a half of action. Yeah, I mean he could have just been missing reads or something though too. You know we don't really know. Bad night. I mean, but like I, I watched the game and he had literally split second to hike the ball before Geno Atkins was laying on top of him. Yeah. Or fucking Carlos Dunlop was laying yeah. on top of him. Uh, albeit those are good players, but like. That's you can't fucking block like that, or else we're not winning a fucking game this year. Right. Like I don't care if you have fucking Tom Brady in his prime back there. You're, he's not winning a game with that offensive line blocking like yeah. that. How'd the second team do? Second team played great. Nate Peterman came in, threw for two hundred yards, a touchdown. This is why I always second say team playing against <coughs> preseason. Yeah, preseason's cool. So it just means their replacements are better but than the other team's replacements. Nate, Nate Peterman. Probably going to be the week one starter in Buffalo, I'd have to guess. Mm-hmm. Like, all signs point to it. At least you got the future to look Well, he makes to. he makes the most sense. He's been the most consistent. He looks like a different quarterback than what we saw last year. In fake games. 
So, <laughs> albeit, still looks different. Yeah. Making quick reads, putting yeah. the ball where he needs to put it. Yeah, Josh Allen in a fake game. He'll be there. He'll be starting eventually. Oh, Josh Allen's going to start sometime, but Peterman probably going to start week one. Peterman. Like yeah, Peter Mania. Peter Mania. Yeah, nice. I want to see that song. Former Bronco, former Baltimore Raven, hung up the cleats this week also. Yeah. Uh, Elvis Doomerville, man. He was a fucking He, he was a machine, dude. When, dude, they had the contract in Denver. He was playing in Denver. He was an all-pro, and they were re-signing him, and he wanted to be re-signed, and his fucking agent turned the paperwork in like two hours late. Mm. So I he got that. put on waivers. This is like when he went to Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. Like the contract was signed and in place and the fucking agent. The agent, not even the organization, didn't turn that shit in. So by default he got fucking released That's and went to Baltimore fucking and man. fucking dominated for two years. But yeah, he played for quite a while. Five time uh, pro bowler, two time all pro 105 and point five. Yeah, 105 and a half sacks in his career. Yeah. He was a fucking animal, dude. Interior uh, lineman sometimes, mostly DN. Like, interior fucking line he, interior like he was design. short, too. Like, his thing was getting up under the dude's pads. Like, yeah, his bull rush was nasty. Dude. Like, he exploded so yeah. quick off his hips. It was amazing. He was a fucking animal, dude. I say, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be weird not seeing him out there. Mm-hmm. Is that a teddy bear? Yeah, you like that or a monkey? It was supposed to be a Snorlax mixed with a Teddy Ursa. Okay. Uh, teddy Urlax. Teddy Urlax, yeah. Snorursa. Daddy like Warbucks. Yeah. But uh, uh, that's all we have for football, yeah. so it's time to move on to our top 10 fantasy quarterback rankings. My and little sleepers. that I wrote right here. So who wants to start us out? I will. Joshua Whitty. Is, are you playing this year? Yeah. I'm not playing. So I'll just start with mine just for fun. Uh, so I can be the uh, third-party objective person for this year's uh, fantasy football. Okay. Uh, so my list is uh, pretty fucking generic. I got Aaron Rodgers as first, obviously, because he's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. I think if he uh, if he does the right thing, stays healthy, and he like he just won a bunch That's of money, so his confidence healthy. is fucking yeah. high. His confidence is uh, he's the highest player in the league. Uh, then Russell Wilson, uh, Tom Brady. There's a big one that a lot of people are going to disagree with. I have Big Ben at four. Hey, he puts up points, man. That's, that's, that's a fucking producer, man. Plus, when you have the team members he has, you know. Oh, and his sporting cast is the best. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Drew Brees at uh, seven, Andrew Luck. Then I got Kirk Cousins, then Carson Wentz. And for number 10, I'm hanging in there with Matt Ryan. My sleepers nice. my sleepers are Rivers and Goff. Goff, I like. Rivers is solid. He's got to be solid. But Goff is one of those dudes... That like he could be great or he could just well, be. Well, it's just I think it's all on Sean McVay. Yeah, I say he's like I've said it once and I've said it again. Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan are the two best coaches Shanahan at, and at uh, scheming players yeah. open. Like they don't necessarily need a player to get themselves open, like with pure yeah, skill. Yeah. Like he does route combinations yeah, and stuff that always has schemes. somebody open somewhere. They should open a casino. They're so good at schemes. They yeah. should definitely be Bernie Madoff with Ireland. So schema. schemes. They probably built the pyramids. They're so good at schemes. <coughs> exactly. Ponzi's. But uh, I'll do mine. Uh, my top ten is Aaron Rodgers, number one. Uh, Carson Wentz, number two. Tom Brady, three. Big Ben, four as well. Nice. Uh, Deshaun Watson at five. Russell Wilson at six. Matt Stafford, seven. Matt Ryan at eight. Philip Rivers at nine. And Drew Brees at ten, and my two sleepers are fucking Jimmy GQ, Jimmy Garoppolo, and uh, 
This one is solely based off of starting potential, but uh, Josh Allen, he has the exact like game, like the skills that you want for a fantasy quarterback. He has good legs. He can throw the ball. Like all, all the best scores in fantasy it's a good football. To have. Well, all the best scores in fantasy football for quarterbacks are right. dual threat yeah. type quarterbacks. Like that's why Andrew Luck always is so high. Mike Aaron Rodgers, Mike Vick scored good. Russell Wilson, all those guys score high because they also are a threat to run for forty to seventy yards on the ground, maybe a touchdown. Here's how far yeah. Cam Newton fell. Yeah, dude. Not even on the fucking MVP. List. Uh, I mean, two three years ago, to... sports analysts have him on the list, but a lot of people aren't because they just don't believe. I just, him. I, I don't trust him. Inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if he proves this season, a lot of people are going to be biting their tongues because this season, uh, if he does well, then he'll. You know, I hope his, he does. his confidence is just really. I, low. I hope everyone does well. Like I don't want to see. Anyone other than the Patriots. Tom Brady, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my top ten, obviously, number one is Aaron fucking Magic Man Rogers. I went with Tom Brady at number two. Hmm. He's just fucking... Last year, I think he threw, like, what, two interceptions on the whole season. Yeah, something stupid. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, this one's a little strange. I put Deshaun Watson at three. Hmm. Just based on the two or three games I saw him last year, he was racking up, like, 70-plus rushing yards a game. Yeah, and then throwing for two or three touchdowns and three other pass yards, too. Uh, number four, Drew Brees just fucking racks up yardage like it's his job because it is his job. Number five, uh, Carson Wentz. If he's healthy, he's going to be money. Six, Russell Wilson. Even with no receivers in the fucking Pacific Northwest, that motherfucker still puts up points. Seven, uh, Big Ben. Because he'll fucking throw for 400 yards and six yeah. touchdowns today and throw for 180 yards and six picks tomorrow. So. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Matthew Stafford. Number nine, I think Andrew Luck's going to bounce back tough. And then number ten, fucking Captain Kirk Cousins. My sleepers, uh, Derek Carr. I don't know if he's really a sleeper, but he sucked last year, so I threw him in there. And then uh, I feel like with Emmanuel Sanders and DT out in Denver, fucking Case Keenum put up some numbers, man. Well, I mean, he, he, he did with uh, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen, so right, at least he went to a team thinking. with two good receivers as well. For right. sure. And they, they bolstered that O-line a little bit, so that's my... I do the same thing you do, and I do like seeing who uh, we pick of the same. Me and Garrett had uh, one, three, and four, five. Yeah, I know you guys had that one. We all had one. Oh, yeah. And you had uh, Deshaun Houston Watson at five? Uh, Yep. Oh, wow. So we have have four of them all the same. That's pretty good. Obviously, everybody had their... Aaron Rodgers, the trifecta had Aaron Rodgers at number one. So that's fucking awesome. And then uh, I guess from there, we're moving on to something I brought up during our pre-show meeting uh, last night, which is NBA expansion, because it's always in the news every year. They talk about getting closer and closer. When's it going to fucking happen? Please, for the love of Christ, people who watch the show, write your local uh, uh, congressman, whatever you're going to do. Petition the NBA. Bring the NBA to Pennsylvania. To Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, please. Yeah, that's the same. We need a Western PA team. We have the Sixers. I don't think the NBA understands the rivalry between the two sides of the states. You put an NBA team on this side of the fucking state, you are guaranteed profit. You're guaranteed right. fans. And you're guaranteed a sick jersey. Like, Black and gold. Art. That's why like this would be huge because they'd have to play each other for the, the, I'm telling you, man. The, the Pittsburgh, uh, what would they call the team? Fucking Pittsburgh men. Pittsburgh men, the men. At least not really like just for PA. Like they're kind of Jersey, PA, Delaware, yeah. Maryland. Like because they're right in that fucking corner. Like obviously they're 
in Pennsylvania, but they get like that little. That's be, and that's the re, and that's how like uh, well, the Pittsburgh team becomes part of America's yeah. team because there's so many yeah. states and so many cities. Well, I say, like, uh, Philly, they're uh, I'm pretty sure they're training facilities in New Jersey. Yeah. So like, I get what you're saying, obviously, but like, I do enjoy that the team is based around like major history. Oh yeah. In, in the United States, like fucking Declaration yeah. of Independence, Liberty Bell, everything. But I uh, say so. Here is the debate. Uh, Expansion teams, obviously, there's got to be one in each conference. Yeah, it's going to East Seattle. Seattle. Seattle is in the West. We're all in agreement that Seattle is going to be the Supersonics again. Yeah, and they're, they're going to get the team guaranteed. It, you know what I mean? So it, it'll happen. The only one that makes sense is Pittsburgh because I mean, I mean, you could do uh, New Baltimore. Orleans again, or like or Louisiana, or, or you could do Florida. Yeah, Florida's another one. You know what I mean? There could be a team in Jacksonville. There could be a Tampa. team in Tampa. Well, I say there could be. Like, Orlando. Orlando. Like I said, Buffalo could have a, a Buffalo. basketball team. So I was thinking Buffalo, Baltimore, Cincy. Baltimore would be something. Uh, West Nashville. Virginia. Yeah, Nashville. West Virginia could have one. Because like, I'm thinking of teams that have hockey arenas. Yeah, like cities. okay. So Buffalo. Uh, Baltimore doesn't have a hockey arena, but they're a big sports town. Yeah. Um, fucking Nashville has a hockey arena. Uh, they have a big... Following because oh. tennis, the Titans play, or they play in Nashville, so maybe Memphis, you know, yeah. I don't know. We got but the Florida and Memphis, yeah. Oh, fuck, they do. I said Orlando, I forgot about the Magic, so don't put that. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's the, that's another reason Pittsburgh yeah, makes a lot. Yeah, P- Pittsburgh makes a ton of sense. I don't like for a, a city that's already so storied for all their and sports it's on the rise in every list in the country. It's on the rise as a great city, one of the top 10 places to live in the country. It's just, it's insane how much money would be there for an yeah, NBA. I uh, said so the revenue stream's there. It has a built-in fan base that's rabid. Yeah. And honestly, I'll never stop being a Sixers fan, but it would be really cool to go to professional basketball games yeah. a little bit more. Because you know, uh, Philly, you know, there would be 76ers oh, games. Oh, yeah, they could play in Pittsburgh, and I would be... Uh, they have to, because they'd be in the same division. I'd, I'd buy fucking killer tickets to go and fucking let MB dunk on me. Yeah, fuck yeah. But yeah, I mean, Seattle's a guarantee. So Pittsburgh ball. Pittsburgh would be nice, but I just don't. I don't know because like they haven't really announced where it would go in the East if they. Yeah, I say because it's teams. Yeah, it's a foregone conclusion that like the SuperSonics are coming back. Yeah. One way or another, the SuperSonics are going to be a franchise again, and they should be. They they were one of my favorite. Like they had one of the coolest uniforms. They did. And, and the mascot. That's another one that's about money too. When you put money in front of the league, they like it. The jersey sales, the ticket sales, the fan base, everything, it just leads to dollars. It also leads to big names because uh, celebrities and players like Pittsburgh as a city. So if you put Pittsburgh and Seattle as options, there's players that are going to be wanting to go there. And if you put the right money in front of their face, they're going to do it and probably do it for less money just because it's something fresh. The league needs something new because we had this huge surge of money. Everything got really exciting. And now if you throw in two new expansions by 2020, 2022... It would just fucking completely shake things up, and it would be amazing. It would just revolutionize NBA again and add something fresh. And who knows? The amount of talent that they're missing, uh, as far as uh, there's college talent out there, especially uh, players that want to, you know, from Duke and and surrounding areas and and Pitt, you know what I mean? There's just, there's players out there, and I think uh, it would really create an interesting situation. And then in Seattle, you just have the whole West Coast vibe, and I think uh, more white people would get a chance to, to play basketball in a second version of the Seattle, Seattle Supersonics. Hey, they had Detlef Shrimp. Nirvana's overrated. Nirvana is overrated. They had some they had some jammers, but they also had a lot of stinkers. Right, me. 
I think uh, Jennifer Aniston wrote all their songs. She might have. But, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> off topic. But, yeah, uh, but no, I seriously think, um, I think I, I want to pose a question to our fans. Uh, what would you name a Pittsburgh NBA team? If you had a chance, uh, write us in, comment on the video, message us, let us know. What do you think you would name a Pittsburgh NBA team? We already know if it's going to be Seattle in the West, it would be Seattle Supersonics because it's dope. If it's going to be Pittsburgh or Buffalo, what would you name the team? I'm just I'm sticking with Pittsburgh. I think yeah. Pittsburgh definitely makes the most sense. Buffalo Wild Wings. I had to do it. She had to chronic the Lakers beat the Supersonics. Pittsburgh Chronic. Today was a good day. Pittsburgh Chronic. Pittsburgh Chronic. I'm down with it, dude. I said ballers. Pittsburgh probably ballers. something like fucking steel oriented. Yeah. Like the Pittsburgh fucking Pittsburgh Iron. Fucking class. Could be the fucking Pittsburgh Iron. The Pittsburgh fucking Heinz ketchups. The Pittsburgh Geo dudes. Pittsburgh UPMC. I might I might change. Teams, if it was the GSD. No, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, the Pittsburgh skyscrapers. You got a, a bunch that of could be the ones, Pittsburgh yeah. Steelix. Yeah, Steel. Yeah, the, Pittsburgh, you turn, the Pittsburgh Steelers Square, <laughs> or the uh, Pirates again. <laughs> it should be like one of them fucking no, like no plural, like the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Fury. So yeah. people be like, oh, you see uh, the Pittsburgh Furies, you know? What I mean? Yeah, I know like exactly. The, Thunders, yeah, the yeah. Magics. Yeah, the Orlando Magics. Fucking drives me nuts. Oh God. And uh, one more thing, we're going to start doing this at the end of every episode. The fucking Three, vault. guys, vault. Cue the made-up sound effect that I haven't done yet. <laughs> yeah, that's the vault That's there. Right, yeah, I'll come up with a vault sound for you guys for the next episode. But uh, all this is going to be is uh, we're going to go and look up important sports dates in like this day in history. So for August 30th, which is crazy, let's just like acknowledge that it it's almost September it's already. It's fucking August 30th. Yeah. <laughs> it is, man. But uh, Ted Williams, Mr. Baseball, uh, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, obviously. Last guy to hit over 400. He was born August 30th in 1918. 1918. That's amazing. I say. I'm a little biased. I think he's great because he was a Red Sox, too. But he was just great all around. Coincidence? I think not. No. Conspiracy? And I believe it. We're sticking with baseball, but on the same day in 1905... Ty Cobb, one of the also one of the greatest baseball players of all time, made his MLB debut. Yep, I remember that day. So, <laughs> yeah. it was a good day. August August thirtieth, nineteen oh five, was a great day for baseball. We had to walk uphill both ways to the stadium. Yeah, in the snow yeah. and rain. It was but crazy. They didn't serve lunch in they the didn't. schools those days. But, I heard Ty Cobb was a real asshole, but. Babe Ruth also uh, didn't he get thrown out of a game uh, for something crazy. He probably got thrown out of a lot of games yeah. for a lot of crazy yeah. things. Fucking getting slammed drunk and beating up women's. Yeah, he got. He <laughs> did get drunk. He got in a fight and got thrown out of a game uh, on this day too. So it's, it was a big baseball day today in the 1900s. Yeah, 1900s. Believe it or not, there were uh, sports facts. I found sports facts clear back to 1846. I don't know what they were playing. Fucking Baxter <laughs> Doubleday was thinking about fucking baseball yeah. and the basket they yeah. were playing. Yeah, so I they throw, what, they throw a rock in a wicker basket. I tell you what, it's fucking intense. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. I'm excited for this new, uh, new topic, and I am going to accept uh, my thanks and pat myself on the back. Yeah, coming. You know, once October. All me credit goes to this guy. Be good, good histories because there'll be MLB playoffs, <laughs> football games, basketball. Mm-hmm. So it'll be October on will be good. Yeah, we're getting football. into some good times. Yep. But uh. 
that was it for this installment. Celebrate good times. You guys want to know what time we are? We are at an hour and 27 minutes. And we packed all that in really well with good timing, execution, and teamwork. So let's bring it in. Bring it in, guys. Bring it in here. All right. Uh, three guys, all balls on three. All right. One, two, three. Three, three guys, guys, all balls. balls. Thank you guys so much for watching. We really appreciate it. Yo, yo, that's not you.